y'all um i'm gonna get better at this um i'm actually recording this almost two hours after i did this podcast because i was just kind of thinking if i wanted to upload it i will say this at the end i do go off on a tangent um but i wanted to say this too because i think about okay what did i say does it spill over into other areas and i think think about the guys i used to work with at my job before i quit and the same thing rang, rang true like just be like like um every one of my male bosses that i had um ex- with the exception of one and i've talked about him before he has passed away um and he really put me up on game in terms of like home ownership and multiple streams of income and matter of fact he's the one that encouraged me to to do my phd program and he was so proud of me like but i don't understand sometimes why good people have to because <laughs> i would have gladly been like here take my other bosses like they're all assholes but i think about how you know the other bosses that i had they were married and had children but that didn't spill over into how they treated women at the workplace or how they treated you know because we worked in a in a university setting so it wasn't like you know either you're going to be have compassion for teaching no have passion for teaching children or or you know young adults or you're just going to let those biases come in, you know, and you're going to treat certain. And because it was it was a religious institution, too, this was at a time and still, you know, so I, I haven't been working there since 2019. So like maybe five, six years now, just on the cusp. Um, and it's like I, I'm telling you, I saw the biases that they had even towards women, um, you know, and them thinking of their their comprehension and 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 i got to see it like really upfront and personal because we would do student evaluations and you get to hear the biases coming out and with all men and the only reason i was in the room is because i was taking the notes and writing stuff down and i'm telling you like you get to live and see it in living color so but i think that subconsciously a lot of us i think especially for us women we kind of think like okay well maybe since he's married then he's gonna have a level of humanity and I think that that's why I might do an ancillary um, podcast saying like you better call your mom your sister whoever whatever um, your wife has ever advocated for you because they are fighting for your lives because you know I think that for women to be safe you have to have certain conversations and you have to have certain ideals about what it means to protect yourself and not coddle them and i think it's not, it that those com- those things don't become an issue until you start to enter in, enter in well that's my son so let's reform the whole um prison sector you know, because my son toe tagged somebody and I love him. So I don't want him to spend a whole bunch of time. But let's, you know, screw over everybody else who lost their child, who will never be able to talk to their child again, you know, who had their car stolen or, you know, stuff like that. Like, do, do you get what I'm saying? So that's why 
it's like it's it's those um entities that are humanizing them right and so that's why i think i'm even careful too with to what i will humanize and what what i give a nod to because it was so interesting when i was working on the description for this podcast i am and and it's so cool for me to write it out too which is going to be cool when i when i get my other phone too because i'll be able to to write out more my strength lies in my writing i think my writing has more of the flavor behind it and that has a different flow of its own but i'm thankful for the podcasting because you can hear the how I'm able to articulate myself a little bit better grew up you know being being seen and not heard so practicing what my voice is and and still challenging myself and my thoughts but I was I was I was writing it out what was coming out was kind of like wait a minute I think that let's talk about like the subconscious stuff that goes on behind behind the scenes and I'm saying this too and I'm gonna leave it I'm gonna put it to the front because like I said I get into it and then towards the end I go off on a tangent there's some gems in there and then I just go into chit chat style but if you um think about it when you when you find out somebody's married um it's kind of like oh okay um and part of the reason that the the you kind of think that this person is gonna have some level of of humanity or compassion or emotional intelligence is because you're saying well if somebody married him then that speaks to one that he understands them but she also is giving them the green light to to validate and so but what happens is women's women women's um compass is so far off we we're getting married for the wrong reasons we're not marrying them because this is an actual human being who has done the inner work the emotional work and so at one point in time like a man being married used to count some for something because we would say oh well if a woman had standards boundaries and expectations and he meets those standards boundaries and expectations and and that rigorous expectation of what it takes for you to even have her you know take on your last name and everything like that then that validates that man on a whole social level and and um even as i'm saying this i've talked about this before uh, and but i know it even from the business world did both my undergrad and graduate in business administration and even when i um think about it in a sense of like um when um, I went through several bosses in, in the last phase of my where I was working in the sense of like I stayed in the same office, but we had several new hires, several um, people that, that came in the position above me. And one of the considerations was, is this person married and what is that going to mean? We want family, quote unquote, family values. So... Um, even like when I was talking to my, if any of you are kind of like into business and it kind of is interesting because we have all these conversations at lower levels, but because we don't understand business and the business world, we don't understand how other cultures view marriage and the significance of the, of the wife. I will also say that in the life insurance sector, your wife says a lot about you too. And I don't even mean it in the sense of like her doing 50-50 and carrying half of the burden of the man's responsibilities of working. I'm talking about um, her standards, her morals, her values, um, 
is she is she does she look like she's happy and healthy and stress-free or do you have her ragged and tagged out here stressed out you're muling her out type of a thing and so i remember when i was talking with one of my my exes you know here he is this single guy coming to the realization now mind you he at this point would have been high six-figure earner um and um super excited because right after we started talking he was had to go meet with the the vps for this this company and they flew him out to texas but i think it's like coming to that realization and he's like you know i'm gonna be the only one that's not married and so um when he went there he had the conversations with them and he said you know they were asking me when i was gonna get married and they were interested in in my relationship like why and at the time he was a single father too so it's kind of like you would think to have conversations with three pairs of um vice presidents okay and this guy my ex was running like um he had a um he ran was responsible for the whole warehouse here i want to i keep saying a square mile i don't think it was a square mile i think it was like um it was one of the biggest warehouses like but when i'm talking about it might have been a square mile um worth of storage like thing responsible for all the hiring all responsible for all the importing and exporting international um type of stuff so all of these logistics that go into place and stuff like that and but they wanted to know what is his family structure like you know what is the situation with his daughter what is the situation with with you know who is who do you come home to who's your wife and and when he met with the vps the wives were there too the wives were there too so it was kind of like this is what we value and and type of thing and and then now facing the consideration that you know they're not going to outright say it like well we're not going to hire you because you're not married but those things matter to them and you better believe if they they um were vps for this company i think i might have mentioned it one time i might have let it slip <laughs> which company he used to work for um but they they didn't have their wives out working you know they were the stay-at-home wives whether they were single or they had kids or or that type of thing right but um but i think that you kind of have to peel back the subconscious think about it part of the reason you might want to feel like oh this guy might not be like the other guys is because they have a wife but even when you when you understand that and you look online and you see that these guys are like some of some of the worst manifest manosphere people out here um have a wife some of the worst manosphere people out here have a daughter kevin samuels case in point and he didn't give a damn that his daughter would be probably on the consuming end of that content he didn't give a damn that he's talking to the men that will one day be engaging with his daughter you know um and that type of thing and so then that's why i'm just like really cautious i think it's just better for me to be on the cautious side and i'm i'm paying attention to who's doing the humanizing of who and what their agenda is so if you have a good person or good activities yes but i'm not comfortable going into the whole like not my son conversation like i think we've done that far too long and i think it still ends up costing us but yeah so 
I wanted to kind of um, add that, like I said, you're going to hear where I talk about it. Um, there's a movie that I saw that kind of helped me understand what I was seeing, how this guy was out here just toe tagging like whole entire people's sons, daughters and children. I, and, and you can watch the movie. It was a very interesting movie in terms of how we're advancing with science too and what's possible. Um, but but you would never know, like when it came to his wife, he was so protective of his wife, you know, and it's like, oh my gosh, my guard would have been so down around this person. Come to find out he's out here just toe tagging, like using his, he was a scientist, like using his smarts and his finances for um, just complete evil, wrecking, wreaking havoc in the whole world. Meanwhile, his beautiful little old lady wife is at home like she's so sweet and so unsuspecting and he's like so protective of her like making sure she has the best things and you know and that type of thing but it's like that's why I feel like it it not only gets like women um lower their boundaries but I, and then I think I'm saying if you have a wife, you better thank your wife because she's out here humanizing you to a level where the rest of us are not as cautious as we need to be. And like I said, you can't even really depend on them being married anymore because women are not necessarily marrying men because they're emotionally intelligent and because they're pro-woman or pro-family or pro-children. You know, and sometimes if if her self-esteem is really low and stuff like that or or for whatever reason, people are counting on your ideals to say, like, have you put this man to the test? Have you really made sure to keep the standards and ideals high for him to be able to get your hand in marriage? Is, is he meeting the standard? That's how it used to be right kind of like oh okay wow you're with her oh wow okay that means that you were you know you've been kind of like put through the fire to figure out like okay this is somebody that's worthy of getting married you know and, and you're the one that's validating this whole whole entire guy which is weird because the conversations that we have now is kind of like oh the guy's supposed to validate the woman no no the woman validates the man Furthermore, it's like a level of confluence because we're making it seem like, oh, a woman is the one who doesn't have value unless she has a man. When you look at a woman, you're not thinking like in terms of even business ethics or 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 that person as a whole being, right? You're thinking it's a woman. I'm going to deal with her accordingly. Now, that being said, I have talked about my experience. I had a boss that was a boy mom and and you could just see like... Knowing what I know now, it's just an area of confluence. Meaning, is that the only reason she was a complete bitch? No. But it was an area of confluence where it's like a lot of different red flags that it's like that was in her arsenal too. Um, but I feel like, um, yeah, like me being single, I'm fine, right? Now, if I married somebody, then it's kind of like, you better trust and believe like he better have his emotional intelligence in place, his spirituality in place, his finances in place, his health in place, you know. And so then when you engage with him, then it should be one of those. And no felony records. How you doing? How you like that? How about them apples? All right. So but no felony, you know what I'm saying? And type of a thing. And so it's like, it. I'm not, listen, I'm not even saying that you should be like, oh, well, 
using it for divine feminine that's her man so then that that's a good man no what i'm saying is like it, it should have been at one point where it used to be like oh well dang we know she's very strict about stuff so this is somebody that passed those standards or those regulations so maybe this is someone that we can kind of like work with does that kind of make sense all right i know this is going to be a long podcast but if you know me by now you won't be too shy about the longer podcast um and then also you're gonna see like usually i'll tell you where the conversation starts and i will give you a chit chat i am getting better at it though i have found out that if i do the title first i'm more likely to stay in the topic than if i just kind of have a general topic i mean a general topic and then um i don't have a title so I noticed one, sometimes I do it backwards because I will upload and then it asks you for the title in the description. So yeah, I'll have to figure that out for myself because it does help me kind of center my talking points a little bit better. But yeah, so just listen to like the first half. If you're here for my chit chat style, then um, there were some gems in there and I want to circle back to the young lady that's talking about finances. I'll do a podcast on that um, a little bit later today because I have a meeting um, to learn how like trading. I'm going to get some NFT coins and stuff. I know, I know, I know. Listen, I'm just diversifying. Trust me. Don't feel bad for me. I'm, I'm not putting more in there than I can afford to lose. So I'm just going to get my toes wet in that. And um, I already did my KYC and I already converted some of my coins to USDT, but you can use Bitcoin also because we have to purchase the coins. And then um, let's see what it does in six to 12 months in terms of payout um, or return on investment and stuff like that. So, yeah. And we'll see. Like I said, I'm going to see, I'm going to listen more to, to hear what they have to say. But if I need to, I'll probably put some, I'll either split the, the income with my niece more than likely. But if not, I'll probably get her her own, her own stuff too. So we will see. I'm sure you'll be hearing about it. I'll definitely be talking about it. So stay tuned for that. Talk to y'all later. Bye. Okay, I ordered my food. I have some for today and tomorrow. I've just been kind of a little bit in a lazy mood, um, which coincidentally ordered from Lazy Dog. If you ever get a chance to check them out, they're amazing. Um, But I'm just trying to piece stuff together. If you're here for the bullshit, then it is what it is. Um, There was a movie I was watching last night. I I think I shared it with you. um, It's called Self... Self less or something like self forward slash and then less or selfish but it was a story about this billionaire who his health was deteriorating and he had everything going for him in terms of his finances but he didn't have the best relationship with with what would have been his wife um or baby's mom or the woman in his life he didn't have a good relationship with his daughter but he had all of this wealth and then to make it worse his health was deteriorating and it's like He has all these opulent things, but his health had deteriorated. So, um, long story short, he, he gets, he does a body transplant and in the process of getting the body transplant, he starts to figure out that they're, they're, they're actually taking other people's lives so that people who have money can transplant into their bodies you know, so he, he was an older man that transplanted into this, like, handsome, like, healthy, fit, 
um, person, but that person lost his his quote unquote life so that he could embody this the the physique and the health and everything of this person. And so he found that out on the tail end. And so he um, he found out that the guy that had done the operation for him had actually taken on his assistant's body. So the the guy had the scientist guy had a protege, but the protege had the body of like a young man, you know, health vital and everything and but the scientist was kind of like his faith his health was failing and you know starting to like shake and you know gray here just really aged and so he took the young man's body and embodied it but he still had little mannerisms that gave away that he was um the old scientist but he was just in his new body of the young man that was his protege so the 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 guy the billionaire guy figures this out but here what was so interesting to me because um yesterday i did a podcast where i was like so disappointed i'm like yeah so aristotle and it's like one of those things like i tell y'all i stay trying to want to believe to see that the best but you know, and I remember, I'm like, before I bring this to the good people of my podcast, like, and like I said, I've been following for a couple of years, but never really mentioned him or anything. So I'm like, you know what, let me go ahead. You know, he is married and he has children and he seems like he's good natured. He's giving out the information. No sooner do I put it out than not, it hasn't even been five days. One of my other favorite content creators who does um, trading and it's a woman he's there joining in bashing her and and i had to come on here and say like listen i'm canceling this guy i unsubscribed i'm not following him anymore super disappointed and it's like damn it you know i bought the whole well if he's married to a a black woman then he most certainly wouldn't be bashing another black woman out here like nah, that that couldn't be any he has children like maybe he's capable of it so back to the movie, um, I had like this aha moment just now because I'm like, wait a minute, when he, when um, the billionaire, he made the scientist guy, uh, guy's wife call him, right? So the billionaire went to the, ho- to the ho- house of the scientist and there's this woman there, she's old, an older woman, she has onset dementia and she's really sweet and so he's in the part of, process of figuring it out and stuff and so he tells the the wife to call the husband and so he's hiding in the corner waiting for the husband to show up and when the husband the scientist husband shows up to the house he looks at his wife and he's like oh my god did you hurt her right and so here he is toe tacking all these other people's sons because he had taken um somebody else's son to get another billionaire to replace their son because their their son died and so they wanted a little boy so he took the life of somebody else so that the but they could transplant him into that son's body um type of a thing so he's capable of taking you know men women children even and doing all of these atrocious things but yet and still he had a wife and it's like that's why i think that sometimes us women we really do kind of put herself in a precarious situation because we're thinking that that 
the way that they view their wife doesn't spill over into other women, if that kind of makes sense. They can have children, but it doesn't spill over into how they view other children, which I think is dangerous because it's like when you look at, for example, like, uh, like last week I, I did a podcast where it was showing uh, the figure of this young lady of the 15 she's supposed to be 15 years old and on the screen there were eight men and of those eight men there were husbands there were fathers and they said that some of those fathers had children that were the same age as the victim and had daughters right and so but it's like they will protect their daughter their wife right um, but that that doesn't spill over into you. And I think that a lot of times us women say like, oh, well, if he's married, then he must understand women. Oh, if he has daughters or or um, children, then he must have a level of empathy. No, that doesn't spill over into how and I, and I used the movie because the movie helped me kind of work out what I was seeing and how it spills over into real life. And then I gave you real life examples right here on my on my mainstream and you can see so many many other stories in the news where it's like yeah um did he have does he have a wife at home does he have children at home but he's still out here involved in sex trafficking and or shooting at another woman in road rage and or engaging in other behavior that harms women even when i think about like for me told y'all i uh, i lost a hundred thousand and um, through an investment thing, the guy just basically took my money, both him and his wife, right? And part of the, because it, it's, there's what you call like confluences. So there are several things that you think that comprise it. So for one, they were Christian. For one, we went to church with them. We We grew up around them in church, right? So it's this whole feeling of like, well, they're church going people, um, black people grew up with them and he has children, he has a daughter, he has a wife. So they're, you know, it, it's, it's funny. And I say this because they're subconscious and I, and so you wouldn't think that between talking to him and her, that they would do that because your, your, your thought process is down, right? And so, but I think that that gets a lot of us in trouble, right? We think that, and and they've said this before too, because even when you think about in the black community, a lot of the Manosphere guys out here, they will be talking the most shit about like black women, this, that, and the third. And you're like, but he's married though. And, And stuff. And it's like, but he has daughters though. And even before that, like in the movements and stuff, they will tell you like they think it's funny when black women are harmed but they want you to be kind of like anti you know defund the police when it's their sons when it's them getting harmed and stuff and so what they will tell you and um i have to get the sound bites of this but they will tell you like oh i will protect my mom or i will protect my sister but the rest of you are on your own and i think that seen that movie kind of like helped it kind of just illuminate like wait this is what I'm seeing in real life you know and why you have to be careful and I think that it's just adding layers to the podcast I did before because women do it with men too right they will married women will get into the fight of their whole entire lives 
to try to get you to see their husband as someone who is not really out here involved in sex trafficking and or beating up other women and or, you know, doing other stuff too. And so it's just, I'm working on it. If you, I have to trust that me being vulnerable, I don't pretend to have all the answers. I'm working through the stuff. I record it, you know, um, I will say there is healing that has to be done. Um, but I think a lot of it has to do with deprogramming the way that we were taught, right? And what loyalty and, and means and where the ties are. And I think that in so many ways, I talk about how the woman is the one that humanizes certain behaviors um, and certain people. But it's like if, 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 if they were humanizing the right people, it'd be one thing. But what happens is you're trying to pass off things that are dangerous you know what i'm saying because even part of the reason when i remember just kind of adding on to the some of the stuff i said in the last podcast i remember there were conversations where um felons would be going on to kendra g's um um dating thing and stuff and it's kind of like they're fully expecting women to date them even though they just got fresh out of prison and so if i'm not mistaken part of like the way back when I was listening, like I started to see this person in my algorithm, it's just kind of like, well, why is this person kind of like trying to say like, not all men, da da da, they can't be reformed, they can't be rehabbed, and I was like, no, not I, listen, I'm not even going to recommend whether it's in my family, or if it's, you know, friends I know, or whatever, I'm not going to recommend that you um, date that person because it's my cousin, or it's because it's, you know, whatever no and so but even for me i wouldn't tell my friends to go date somebody who has a felony record absolutely not right so but because that's your husband now you're having conversations with single women and so then now they're willing to say well maybe he's reformed maybe he's a christian maybe he has changed his life maybe he's turned around if that person's dating that type of guy then you know but but you're not understanding that she has to do that because it's tied to her personal image. That's tied to her personal image. So who gives a damn about what can happen to you and your outcome and what the truth of the matter is? She has to protect her image, right? So, but anyways, let me sit here and wait for my food, y'all. I got I got enough for the two days. Because like I said, I don't want to... And plus, I didn't want to have to pay like twice fees for... Um, the delivery fee. I'm like, you know what? Let me just order everything I want. And then it will cover the fee for tomorrow. Just kind of save a, l- a little bit on that corner. So I did get a dessert. I did get a drink, which I don't normally get a dessert. But since I have it for two days, I'm going to split it up. I did get a spaghetti. I did get the goat cheese and jalapeno jelly. I got a Tex-Mex salad. And yeah, and a tortilla soup. I want to see if the tortilla soup is really good. There was another place I got a tortilla soup, but it had, um, they had cooked it with, like, bacon, and my eyes swole up, and I had to call the restaurant the next day, and I'm like, because I had asked the, the waiter if there was bacon, and he's like, no, and I was like, oh, okay, well, then, for sure, bring it, bring it out, and so next day, my face swole up, and, um, called, and I talked to the the corporate people and they're like yeah no it has bacon in it and i'm like oh okay so yeah but i do love a good 
a tortilla soup or um yeah so I have enough to last me for a couple days and then Tuesday is the holiday so I do have stuff at home that I can make so I don't have to buy out because I'm pretty sure everything's going to be closed and then yeah back to my regularly scheduled program on Wednesday so I hope you guys have an amazing week um like I said I think I'm kind of just making some breakthroughs on why I view certain things if anything the lighter side of this is like I'm just paying attention to who I click the video um from um I'm giving, gonna give them the opportunity to to distinguish themselves as either understanding you know what's in the best interest of women and I'm not saying that I'm not gonna follow women that have husbands or women that have male sons I'm saying like I'm going to be more careful to make sure, like, if their advice lines up with protecting my best interest and not at the expense of protecting theirs at my expense, if that kind of makes sense, you know, if that kind of makes sense. And I, but yeah, so I am listening to this content creator. She's making some really great points. She's talking about the status surrounding millionaires. And it is so interesting because the way she's piecing it together, she's so smart. And for her to catch, to make that, that correlation in a way that I don't even hear um, adults having those conversations, I'm actually going to listen to it again because she's like hitting all these points. But um, she was talking about how after the 2008 um, recession and stuff, actually more millionaires were born out of that and I talk about how sometimes it seems like some of the things that we go through it seems like it's trying to hurt us but I do believe that there's like a benefit so even if they do rig the pandemic it's because in a way there's going to be even more millionaires that come out of out of the pandemic if it's going to follow the same pattern as what happened with the 2008 recession it's forcing more people to go into um into entrepreneurship into becoming business owners to into having more autonomy to understanding more of the tax laws and even like myself into into trading for ourselves because even when i was going through some of like the same stuff through the pandemic I was able to, I actually made more off of passive income than I did taking my ass to work and being subjected to the to situations there. And I didn't have to worry about um, their views of me or whatever. Woohoo, they just picked up my food. It'll be here in like maybe 10 minutes, 10 or 15 minutes. So, but anyways, um, yeah, very interesting correlation. I'll, I'll probably inc- include it into my language moving forward. But, you know, it's just that language of, like, you being able to... The word is cathartic. To catharsisize. Um, to take the negative and kind of push through the pain to where you come out better on the other end. And so if you can kind of understand it through those lens, which I kind of... I think that's why I've been able to survive a little bit is because I try to look for the silver lining or I try to turn it around. Um, So, and it's not an easy process and I don't always get to that conclusion really quick. I have to force myself to get there quicker and quicker um, when I face adversity, adverse, 
adversity. Like even with my whole cell phone thing, you know, it's kind of like at some point I'm like, you know what? You need a new phone anyways. <laughs> and I've been fighting it and I'm over here like using all these different chargers and buying new chargers. It's like, baby girl, you've had this phone for how long? Get a new phone. It's going to upgrade your life. It's going to upgrade your ability to output. And you can even use the other phone for, um, you know, like for that you've been needing to use anyway. So, yeah. But very, very interesting. Um, so, yeah, I hope that that kind of helps too. I know I kind of took a little bit of a tangent, but if it helps anybody, it's like, how can you use the pressure of inflation? Because she was talking about like how even with inflation is forcing a lot more of us to not like necessarily go underground, but it's forcing us to be like, oh no, this is it. Like, that's it. I'm starting that business. That's it. It's sink or swim. That's it. I'm going to learn how to trade. I'm going to learn something. I'm going to get myself out of this situation by all means necessary, but you come out way better on the end of it because she was talking about, and I agree with this too. Like I wouldn't have been as inviting of passive income if I was still at my nine to five than I was when I quit my job because it's kind of like it's comfortable. You're getting that salary. And sometimes, especially at the beginning, I was like, ha, I could go back to getting that paycheck every two weeks, though, you know, type of a thing. But now I'm at that point where it's like, uh, uh-uh, uh, you couldn't pay me to go back to work for real, for real. Because it's like when I when when you get the taste of freedom and now it's like, wait a minute, if I'm trusting other people to trade for me, I can learn how to trade for myself. I have the resources. I just have to stick to it. Keep investing in, in the learning and get myself in, in a situation to where now um, still, still, I still live off of passive income, but now it's like, let me add another stream of income where now I can trade and pass that on to my family the way I need to. And I'm not at, at, you know, waiting for other people or if their platforms go down, you know, at least I have something else to really, really fall back on. Y'all, I'm so hungry. I am so hungry. Oh, and this is the cool thing, too. So, like, that restaurant, Doghouse, <clears throat> um, they do this, this, but it is, it is what it is. They, um, you can get food for your dog, too. So, um, I got my, my little Bruno some food, um, there from there, too. And they have a, re- they have another, re- my, actually, my, my, one of my ex-boyfriends told me about this. Because he was like, he, he kind of said I'm a little bit bougie, but it is what it is. He's like, um, have you, because he, he knew I had my fur babies. And he's like, oh, do you take them to the, they have restaurants where you can take your dog and they have food for the dogs. And it's like gourmet food and stuff. And so then that's how I learned about this one. But this one, the location that's by me, it's not a, um, I don't, the last time I went I didn't see any dogs there, but then again, where we were seated with like my colleagues and stuff, it's a nice restaurant inside and stuff, but there is one at a further out location. It's, it's, um, I don't want to necessarily say the city and anything like that, but it's one of those, um, cities where it has the most women millionaires, um, in, in the nation. And so they have all of those bougie, like, boat, like stores and stuff like that. I love shopping out there. But, um, but 
they they have it where you can take your dog and they have like a little playground and stuff for them and like it, it's almost like they have a little dog park park area but obviously you have to be a dog lover to be in those because because then you're talking about like fur flying around and everything and especially if they're on the premises but yeah so bruno's gonna get a little like treat too he loves his food and i feel better about it too because i told y'all i got him i had finished eating a chicken salad and i could well i didn't finish eating the chicken salad i was too full and so i just took off the little chicken scraps and i gave it to him and he got sick um it was like for three days it, it tore his stomach up and stuff so hopefully this won't because it's prepared for dogs and so it's just that whole idea of like wanting him to have like you know if 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 mommy's gonna have some you know restaurant food then why not get him some too but i'm gonna see i'm gonna i'm gonna see what happens because this is the thing like <laughs> when he has stomach issues his farts smell so bad it's like who killed it and why oh somebody's having a june fourth of july barbecue um but um hmm. um but but yeah, I'm going to see cuz if if he if he gets along good with this food, then I'll get him more food from there, but if he doesn't, then for the rest of his life he's just going to have to stick to doggy food and doggy treats and stuff like that. It just means his stomach is like really sensitive. So, because they do have um there's this one brand I want to try. It's called like I think it's called Farm Dog or Farmer's Dog, Farmer's Dog. And they will prepare the food for your dog, like, individualized. So, like, if you have different dogs, like, they will have different formulations for them and stuff. Um, and so, I'm, I'm kind of toying with the idea of doing that for my little one. Um, as opposed to just, like, dry food. Um, you know, just, just give him a little something to splurge on. But, yeah, so we'll see. We'll see how he reacts to this one and stuff but yeah that's one hell of a tangent i just you know i and i kind of i think that i noticed my energy was way lighter once i figured that out too because it helped me kind of figure out like wait a minute that explains why i feel a certain way when i listen to certain people too and so once i can i know how to drown out or clean up like just stay in my lane i'm like okay this is good for me this is good for me as a single woman and I can take what I need to and then just ride above the noise. Like now it lets me shift to other things that are like cleaner energy. But I, I, I don't I had to kind of realize like within me going women centric, I have to kind of just look for other people that that are doing what helps me too. And I think it's so interesting because even when we talk about like the the I did two podcasts earlier this morning. One was on physicians and one was on housing. And again, when you talk about women-centric, they didn't bring up if they have like a, a husband or sons. They're talking about it from perspective of, women's, of, of um, women. And what was so interesting is that will there be homeowners that have children and or are married and or have um, male sons? Yes. But the common goal is home ownership right and you're not telling me to go out here and put my name you know like 
things that are not in a woman's best interest in terms of like don't report domestic violence if you get beat because da 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 like I don't know if that kind of you know they were women physicians from all different backgrounds I'm pretty sure some of them were mothers and or married but they're not putting giving me information that's going to jeopardize my well-being and so but because they're doing that they're not jeopardizing women period right because I guess what would be different is if if you're telling me to go to a male doctor because that could be your husband and he's a you you know he loves you and it's like I know that you love your husband and he's out in, employed out here as a doctor but what that got to do with the price of tea in China? That don't mean I have to go make him my OBGYN or have him for my prenatal care or have him for um, doing the rest of my primary physician stuff. Now, that being said, my mom, she has had two really good doctors, both her and my dad go. But he, um, but he's not, he is, um, he specializes in like... I don't know. It's not Western. It's the opposite of Western um, medicine and stuff. But he really does look out for my mom, right? But again, that's not for me to say like, oh, you know, I don't know, y'all. Just I'm going to figure this out. I don't, it's not energy I want to stay stuck in. But at the same time, I if, until then, I'm, <laughs> I'm going to be crossing the street on y'all, on y'all sons for real. I don't care. Let me go out here and sit by the door and watch, wait for these people to bring my food. Oh, Bruno is out playing. As soon as I hear, he hears me talking, he's going to come over here. He's out, he's out in the yard. Mm. This should be here any minute now. Let me go look. And see, this is the cool thing. Like, if I have two phones, I might eventually just get another whole entire phone too. But if I had the other phone right now, on one of them, I could check and see. I could check and see the status of the delivery. But since I'm on this phone recording from this phone. Oh, look, you can hear the birds. Y'all know I'm always gonna keep you on a take you on a bird walk top. <laughs> Isn't that pretty? I guess one of my neighbors is doing construction. They got like that saw thing going on. All right, y'all. <laughs> I was literally like standing out here on the porch, like waiting for my food to come. All right, I will talk to y'all later. Until the next one, I'm going to go charge my phone. Um, I want to do two more podcasts. One is on black women and food, like plant-based food. Um, 
And then the other one is on black women and art and how she uses art for mental health. So I already watched it, but I have to go back and take notes too, because I would love to have her art in my house. So, um, and it might inspire me too. A lot of, you know, I want to pick up painting again. I want to pick up painting again. Um, my, my next place that I'm going to, uh, get, I want to have a, um, an art room. And so, but, um, yeah, I want to kind of just channel what some of that energy looks like, you know? All right, y'all. I'll talk to you later. Till the next one. Bye.